Oh no, she hung up. She hung up. I'm sorry, bro. She already knew this was Tuesday night, so. Always. <laughs> if I'm not, if I'm not trying to piss somebody off, I'm not doing my job. my main goal in life to piss off as many people as humanly possible. Still steady, what up? Yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. I'll see you next week, man. I'm looking forward to it. Y'all make sure y'all have safe travels coming down here. Like the video for me. Like the video for me. <clears throat> yeah, y'all definitely safe travels. All right, let me get started in a second here. Give, give a couple more minutes. Give people time to come on down. Give, give time for people to put their feelings away. the best part about doing a podcast outside. I can smoke. There's a little noise right now. They're going to quiet down when I get started. Don't worry about that. It's pulling like a child. Uh, it's pulling like a child. Disclaimer, anything I may sign I say wrong tonight. Uh, Xavier Toledo is the to blame. He's a bad influence on my life.
You know, I stopped drinking the judging like a year ago. But I got a feeling it's going to happen tonight, though. <laughs> I got a feeling we're going to be right back to it. Couple more minutes. Like the video on the way in. Like the video on the way in. Whoever just popped in. Do me a favor, like the video. I'm trying to give I'm trying to give a little bit of time for people to come in. Give a couple minutes. Give people time to get in here. I understand you got some folks. People that got kids, they out there trick or treating and all that. So I, I definitely understand that. I thought about moving today, but nah, might as well go ahead and get it out the way. They can catch the replay. They can catch up. It ain't about nothing. So, um, Nah, we're going to go ahead. We're going to knock this out tonight. A um, couple of things I want to talk about. A couple of things I want to talk about. Hey, X. Hey, Bob. Thank you. No, I was sitting right here. Y'all brought y'all. Hey, man. Hey. So, so y'all need to go. I mean, you got your costume already. Go get your candy. <laughs> you fell into that. I, was, I don't know why you bothered <laughs> you, you definitely served it up on a platter. <laughs> what's up? What's up? What's up? Politics on the corner. Real rap came. Um, couple things I want to touch on tonight. Couple things we're gonna talk about. Um, your first time here. Um, you know, like, share, subscribe, comment. First time, first time checking out this show. It's not gonna go how you think it's gonna go. Um, you know, we 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 tend to stand on different things around here. More principles and parameters. It's right and wrong. It's really no gray area, right? We here. Uh, Engage in real meaningful conversation and dialogue. All them other things, you, you could got you got other places to uh to go and figure that out. Um, but as always, I appreciate the support. I appreciate the love. I appreciate people coming to check me out, taking time out of their day, out of their evening, where they definitely could be doing something better. Um, so I don't I don't never take this for granted. I don't never um, overlook this. That's why I had to, you know, I promised to be more consistent on Tuesday yourself. So that's so that's another reason why I'm shooting this thing on Tuesday live, Facebook and YouTube. Um, so we can have a meaningful conversation and dialogue. There's a couple of things I really want to um, to talk about and uh, and get some feedback on. Really, right? Um, it was an incident I talked about probably a month ago with um. A young kid by the name of Azari. 
who was shot and killed by a Philadelphia police officer, Mark Dow. Um, Mark Dow was, was, was fired from the police department for insubordination because he failed to cooperate with the IA investigation, not for the shooting itself. So anybody that's not familiar with that uh, incident that took place, um, the young kid Azari was riding, um, he was driving. The police wound up getting behind him. He took a while to pull over. He wound up pulling down a one-way street. Um, two officers exited a vehicle. One came up on his right side, one came up on his left side. When the officer on the right side came up, he observed Azari um, holding a knife. <clears throat> the, the windows was up, the doors were locked to the vehicle. He observed him holding a knife and another knife in uh, orange roots. When the other officer approached the, the, the vehicle, um, he heard the first officer yell weapon or yell knife or something to that extent. Officer Mark Dow wound up discharging his firearm six or seven times, striking and killing uh, the young man. Um, the initial police reports that went out, the initial dispatch reports went out, were saying that uh, the young man exited his vehicle and lunged at the officer with a knife. <clears throat> Upon crime scene investigators getting in, detectives getting there, they determined that that was not possible, and they realized that the young man never exited the vehicle. The vehicle doors were still locked, uh, and the windows were still up. Um... Uh, IA investigation quite naturally time an officer discharges their weapon, especially um, when someone is shot and killed. The officer quite naturally is on, placed on administrative leave. This happened, let's say, on Monday, I want to say. Um, at that time, the, the police commissioner of Philadelphia was still Daniel Outlaw. And um, she and her, her top deputies held a press conference um, going over the facts that they understood it at that moment. And from the time of the shooting, um, Officer Mark Dowd had 72 hours to uh, have his right to wait to make an official statement. The reason it's 72 hours is because he gets time to uh, consult with legal counsel. So after that 72 hours elapsed, he decided he still didn't want to cooperate with the IA investigation to make an official statement. At that at that moment, he was fired for insubordination and failure to um to comply with rules and regulations, I guess, right? Uh less than a week, probably like a week after that, less than a week after, maybe it's exactly a week. Um, he was then arrested and charged with um at the, I believe at that time second degree murder. And a couple other charges. At his uh, preliminary hearing, the judge of that case at that time didn't feel um, didn't feel feel as though it was sufficient evidence to proceed with a murder charge. He believed the judge believed that the defense made a um, a legitimate argument that the officer was in fear for his life, and that um, the charges would be dismissed. But the judge wound up dismissing the charges. <clears throat> the DA promised to refile charges. Um, there's there there's a rain belt door camera of this incident from beginning to end, from initial contact to the fatal shots that killed the young man. So I mean, you really don't have to question what happened and what didn't happen, right? Um, the 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 district attorney office promised to refile charges, which I want to say last week they refiled charges. He was rearrested. 
uh, his bond was revoked. He was remanded to custody until um, the conclusion of the trial. However, that is disposed of. Um, that young man's family and, and, and citizens and people in that in, in that community have marched and, and, and rallied and pretty much rallied behind that family to support them to ensure that charges were actually brought and, and stuck against this officer for his negligence. <clears throat> now we'll just see how this play out in trial, which we know trial is trial. You can't never say for sure how it's going to go. Like it is what it is, right? Um, but I know you continue to pray for the family, pray for healing, no matter what the outcome and verdict is of, of, of this particular case. They can never get their loved one back. They can never, um, they can never get their loved one back. You know what I mean? It, it is what it is. Um, that pain, that hole can never be filled. Right? That will always be a hole in their heart. They will always be their loved one misses. Um, I remember a time ago, and I, and I think they actually instituted this where, where uh, each police precinct, each district, was to have like uh, a counselor and uh, crisis counselors and things like that actually assigned to the district for calls for calls of dealing with mental health. So the young kid in Zari is a classic case of a young man that has been dealing with mental health on top of the fact that he only spoke Spanish and was a language barrier. But this this young kid had mental health issues, documented mental health issues. Um, and I think that more has to be done when it comes to one police training will assist with that. Further police training was dealing with people with mental uh, disorders, as well as trained professionals that actually goes out to them calls. Now, this was different. This was a traffic stop. This wasn't a call. But um, we've seen it more than enough times where people have been killed because they didn't have adequate training. Um, the, the adequate training for people to know how to deal with those crises, right? Um, too many people have lost their lives for, for, for things where they should have been. Um, I'm sorry, I'm getting motion detectors at, at the house. Um, because people don't have adequate training to deal with people who are going through men, a mental health crisis at that moment in time, right? Whether they had suicidal ideologies or adulations, whether they had homicidal adulations, whatever the case was may be. Um, I think the art of conflict resolution has been lost, like de-escalation. I think that has been lost. And um, I think to, to, to every scene, you need one singular voice for somebody. It's the same thing with a DUI, right? They got a specific officer that's been DUI trained to be able to conduct tests, to come to the scene and conduct these stress tests to, to ensure um, that everything is being read right and done right systematically and, and, and according to the actual trainer, right? I think the same thing should be done when it comes to conflict resolution. The same thing should be done when it comes to uh, people who are experiencing mental health crisis. Um, that's the only way I, I believe that um, you could kind of help begin to solve solve for that and um, save lives to get people the help that they actually need and don't put them in a casket. You know what I mean? Um, 
I, it's you know y'all watch the news y'all seen there's been a number of families that have called the, the police to come and aid to to to, to get their loved ones some help and they ended up dead right too many times this happened um so that's the thing i believe that you know it's a major gap in um the sad part about it is when you have people step up to say these are the things that's needed these are the type of people that's needed on them cause they get made fun of, they be made mockery of. And I, I really don't understand that part of it. That's kind of weird to me. But, um, you know, that's a, that's a real issue. That's a real problem. Um, yeah, so continue to pray for, uh, continue to keep in thoughts and prayers of that family and uh, hopefully they can get some justice that they seek. Hopefully, um, Hopefully that's a that's that's the thing that um the more I guess the more it happens the more that that problem is highlighted that gap is highlighted and they try to solve for that gap they try to solve to figure out how do we fix this um I know police departments by now got to be be tired of paying or cities I guess tired of paying civil suits <laughs> you know what I mean like. Um, it's been an issue that the issue hasn't been fully addressed, so it's like, when will it be addressed and not swept under the rug or overlooked or minimized or diminished? Um, but like I said, continue to pray, continue to keep them in your thoughts and prayers. Um, I hope once again, I hope that they um receive the outcome that they're actually looking for because me myself, I don't really see how it could come to but, but one conclusion. Um, I think what's plain as clear as day. Um, I think it's not a question mark of, of 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 negligence or not. I think it was clear negligence. I think it was a clear overreaction. I think it was a knee jerk reaction. Um, and and I think it goes back to what I said before, where I said how you get these officers that are not uh, accustomed to patrolling certain neighborhoods, certain areas, and you throw them in these places, and they're actually scared. They're terrified. You know what I mean? Um, it doesn't help that a couple weeks back, some young idiots, and they and the crazy part about it, these young idiots aren't even from Philly. They're from uh, Jersey. Every last one of them. It's like four kids that were, um, I don't know if I talked about this with y'all or not before, but it was four kids. And I say kids because I think the oldest one was 20, the youngest was like 17 or something. Um, they was at the Philadelphia International Airport. That's like one of the parking garages. Two officers were showing up to duty, dressed in plain clothes. They weren't even in uniform yet. They heard glass uh, glass breaking. They went to investigate the glass breaking. One of the young men turned around and, and shot one officer. They killed the memory. Right. So it's one of the things that don't that doesn't help matters. You know what I'm saying? What I'm saying? Because what that does is, although I guess you can kind of put that in the back and you can kind of compartmentalize that with saying, well, they from Jersey. Um, they not even from Philly. Yada, 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 whatever, whatever, whatever. The fact of the matter is they just had a burial for one Philadelphia police officer and another one has a long road to recovery. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's the only thing they want to process. They're not going to process anything else. And I can't blame them for that. That part, I can't blame them for. So the more 
the more things that happened to them on their side for a while with the police, like where we're, we're being harmed or people attempting to harm them, and the more things that happens on the civilian side with police harming them, police attempting to harm them, it further it keeps that gap wide, right? It can never be a case where people come together and people um begin to build that relationship, rebuild that relationship, begin to trust one another, begin to um have real police and community engagement once again how um it was prior to 70s 80s early early 90s um so it pushes us further and further away and it keeps us in the status quo of us versus them mentality reciprocated both ways right um exactly how do you mitigate that i i, I don't know um you can't you can't you can't untrain dumb sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Um, it, it's really just a series of unfortunate uh, incidents. And um, like I said, it, it's a case of I'm all for locking up the people that deserve to be locked up. You know what I mean? But it has to be consistent justice. It can't be cherry-picked. It can't be different rules for different folks, right? I'm all for consistency. If it's consistent justice across the board, I'm all for it. The problem is where it becomes what it feel like is targeted. And um, it's, it, like I said, it's a pick at that point of who you want to do what, who you want to hold accountable, who you want to hold to a standard, right? Um, But in the case of you know, one man lost his life by the police. Another man took the life of the police. All within a matter of maybe three weeks, no more than a month. Um, in the same city. So how do you mitigate that? How do you combat that? Excuse me. How do you answer for that? How do you solve for that? You know what I mean? I, I You know, and, and, and it's ill because you hear these uh gun these gun debates right oh we need stricter gun laws we need uh, these background checks with background checks you, you do need them right let's be clear on that but I don't really think it's an issue they truly want to solve because in order to truly solve the issue you got to make hard line decisions that make sense i.e. shut down gun, gun manufacturers now don't get it twisted we, or, or regulate the amount of guns, weapons they can produce per year or however they want to do it, right? But let's not be fooled for a second. We understand that just as many guns are sold in the black market than it is in the store. So probably more guns are sold in the black market, actually. So let's not be fooled and jaded with this, um, these tougher gun laws and, 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 and restricting access and all these other cliche to me type uh, initiatives that people are saying to get, to get elected. Because nothing that I've heard thus far today are things that's going to put a dent in this issue. I haven't heard one solve. The only solve that I can halfway think of that would kind of impact it is, like I said, shutting down gun manufacturers or regulating gun manufacturers. And that ain't going to happen. So anything outside of that is really just lip service. You're not trying to solve the issue. You're just trying to get elected. You're trying to get votes. You're trying to get people to bob. they like, yeah, 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 I agree with that. That's all you're trying to get. There. This past weekend, on, on, on Saturday, 
18 people, I think two people got killed in Tampa, Florida, in this little section called Ebola City. It's really like a, a in Philly, for my Philly folk, it, it's kind of like South Street. Pretty much the same kind of setup. Um, except for it's just a bunch of cigar shops as well. Because the, that part, that section is like the Mecca cigars for America in the cigar industry. Um, but it's the same setup. It's a it's a small street. It's it's, it's a tight street. Um, a bunch of people, a bunch of alcohol, all age ranges, all night. This incident happened about three in the morning. Fourteen year old little boy got killed. Who was with his parents? First thing I say is why a little boy outside at 14, 3 o'clock in the morning in that location, not like in his neighborhood, in that location. That's like a 14-year-old being on South Street. Which happens, right? We're going we're gonna to keep it fair. That happens. My YouTube folks, like the video on the way in for me. Um, but, you know, it's something I don't even know if it made national headlines. But to me, it was a bunch of little, it was a bunch of black people, little kids and stuff. They got shot or did the shooting, so it's not a, a national headline worthy event. And I'm saying once again, it's cherry picking the headlines, it's cherry picking the issues. It's not, it's not giving it the equality and attention that um, it deserves because they just put off, oh, black people did it again. It's like, come on, man. But whether people want to realize it or not, I'm not trying to get shot. I never met a black person that want to get shot. You know what I'm saying? There's no such thing. You know, everybody want to have a level of, of, of feeling safe and secure um, walking around freely outside and be able to enjoy whatever atmosphere they want to enjoy without the threat of jump bounce. Right? I haven't met anybody yet that said they want anything different. So once again, like I said, just Stop cherry picking the issue. Stop cherry picking the topics. Um, that, that was a mass shooting. Definitely it's exceeded any barometer or requirements to be considered a mass shooting. Um, like I said, I only think of something that really made national headlines like that. It definitely didn't get the attention that the main situation got. And when this happened, the main guy had already been found dead of suicide. And the main incident was still getting, still dominating the headlines. Go figure. So, once again, like I said, it's cherry picking issues and cherry picking topics. Um, the main thing I want to get into tonight and talk about is, if you, to me, it's like a scary time. <laughs> if you really look at the landscape and, and, and have a real unobjective point of view of what's going on. Um. You see strikes all over the place, right? You see UAW, which is the United uh, Automobile Workers Union, they strike you. Um, that's coming to a conclusion from what it looks like. Um, from what it looks like. <coughs> the nurses, you got uh, frontline workers. Nurses are, 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 are um, either they're thinking about a strike or they're engaging in a strike or something to that extent. Um, Major transportation unions are striking or planning strikes, right? So when you really look at the landscape, ask yourself, like, what brought this on? Ask yourself, what is the reasoning for this? Are they, are, is it greed or are people just tired of being underpaid, overworked, undervalued? Um, 
let's take the case of uh, we could use even one of these examples: the nurses, the UAW, or even the transportation workers, right? But let's look at the UAW for a second. You're talking about um, a sector of, of, of business and employees that they haven't had a significant raise in the better part of 25 years, right? They are um, grossly, they were grossly underpaid. Um, I'm oh, time out. I'm saying I was out here doing something. And you walked up. Everyone out here understood what I was about to do. So why are you being smart about something when I was already engaged in something? No, it is worries because you shouldn't have said nothing. So it's worries. Nah, it's too late for that. Keep that. We're gonna leave it where it's at. Yeah, we recording that because that was rude as fuck. Like, I, I, I'm just, everybody understood what was going on and he being an asshole, being smart. So now when I say something, I look like a crazy, angry black man. That's called a spade a spade. Respect is respect, my G. Yeah, it's my fucking recording studio, by the way. My bad. But um, um, took me off my rocket. Give me a second. Give me a second. Give me a second. Um. So, so you look at the landscape, you look at the, the, the automobile, you look at the union workers, and they've been paid underpaid for the better part of 25 years. And um, um, and now they finally coming to the table and, 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 and restaking and reclaiming their body. You understand what I'm saying? And I, for execs, in the auto industry to try to deem them as being as having a level of greed, that got to be the biggest crop in, 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 in reverse psychology you could possibly have. Where they haven't had a raise in 25 years, inflation is, a, is at an all time high. Um, Part of their packages, the compensation packages, or lack thereof, also assisted with saving the auto industry um, during that automobile crash, well, like an 08 or something like that, right? So now they coming back to the table to be cool and get a piece of what they're old, and now they're being green. Meanwhile, these same execs have, have, have kept their bonuses. Millions of millions, hundreds of millions of dollars yearly. I just think that's crazy. They still working in those plants. They were still working in those plants during COVID. Right? Them, them, them execs went in there. Them execs went in there. No, but them, them, them plant laborers were in there. 
Maybe I'm viewing that wrong, which I could be. Y'all know I be bugging. From time to time, y'all know I bug out. From time to time, I bug out. Right? So, at what point in time should they be properly compensated for the work they put in to help people get those hundreds and millions of dollars in bonuses? So they ain't never supposed to be able to change zip codes and do better for their family. And like I said, inflation at an all-time high. What you was getting paid 25 years ago, how much beneficial is it to get that same paycheck today? Now unless you was getting a crazy check already. You know what I mean? Like, help me understand that piece of it. Same difference with the nurses, right? How could you ever look at these nurses with any level of disdain or any level of anything other than being super appreciative, respectful of um, what have you? Especially, like I said, these were the people that was frontlining during COVID. These were the people, man. They was the ones taking the chances, getting sick, taking... And they had to quarantine. They couldn't even go home to their family for weeks and months at a time because they was dealing with the sick every day. So how could you not do anything other than acknowledge and um and ensure they are properly compensated? Right? How could you not do anything other than that? I don't. I don't really understand that. At that, you know, it's 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 just pay people what they're old, man. Pay people for the work they put in. Pay people for what they bring to the table. Um, if if you keep up with the times, you keep up with the the pay rate accordingly from a from from an integrity standpoint. Which I know that I go bugging again. My problem is I'm too prologic. I know what my issue is already. I'm too prologic. But um. When you look and you say that it's green and, 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 and someone else is assuming all the risk for four wises from a health standpoint, from a physical standpoint, how could you ever say something is free with just me fighting for what I feel like I deserve, I earn? At that point, I don't, I don't, at that point, you kind of lose me. At that point, I can't really understand. Uh, mathematically, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, but, um, you know, the rubber meet the road, hopefully everything makes sense and everything comes to fruition the way it's supposed to be. Um, but I, I mean, there's a bigger issue on the horizon because when you look at people who are actively fighting for wages, for, for fair wages, right? Let's be perfectly clear. Let's make sure we're framing that correctly. People are actively fighting for fair wages. Um, not over wages, not overpaid. Now they're just trying to fight for fair wages, right? Um, you look at places that have real life food deserts, right? And what and, 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 and in this case, food desert meaning. 
the lack of it's meaning more that the lack of access to quality foods, right? You have healthcare deserts, lack of uh, adequate access to healthcare, education deserts, lack of access to quality education, right? Um, so so when you look at these things and 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 you look at people standing up more and more today and fighting to receive these basic life necessities that you feel like everyone deserves, right? People are fighting for basic necessities. And then you look at the amount of people who are fighting for adequate war, right? You look at these places around the country that doesn't have... I mean, we, we talk about foreign places, and we think about foreign places when it comes to this conversation. But there are more enough places in this country where too many places in this country where they don't have quality water, quality drinking water, right? So, but then you you read more and more, you listen more and more, where they talk about uh, one day it could be a, um, a, um, an access issue when it comes to respect to the internet, right? Um, so, so now you're going to have information gap. Yeah. Um, rations like 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 even having access not only access meaning oh i can't i can't afford to catch a bus or catch a cab or catch an uber or catch a lift to go to the supermarket pretty much also saying the supermarket shelves are going to be empty right as things cost more and more things are beginning to become more and more expensive and it's like where is um one what is being done to kind of alleviate and mitigate these things what is being done to um um what is being done to to ensure that doesn't happen, right? I guess I guess when you um I guess when you look and see I guess these lad made foods I guess, is that a solve? No, because when you look at these lab made foods, that's where a lot of disease and illnesses are coming from if you pay attention. I guess people aren't really paying attention. But um, uh, a lot of things are coming from that because you got to remember the amount of radiation and things that are, 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 are put into these things, are put into these foods to help them with growth. Um, um, the, the growth the the uh, sustainability of the foods, right? You gotta look and say how much benefit is really coming from this? How much harm is, is my body receiving from this when I consume this food? Right? Um AX. So um so uh you know, you take all these things into consideration and account. You got to ask yourself, um, you know, what does the future really look like? You got all these different wars and conflicts popping up. Um, this Middle Eastern thing between Iran and um, and, 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 and guys and Hamas, whoever, whoever you want to say they are, really, um, this has potential to balloon into something that's un- uncontainable. Um, where you really understand the, 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 the different variables and the dynamics of the situation. It's, it, it's really something that can can go to a level that 
who probably haven't seen in a very long time. Um, and I know that you have people, I mean, especially the United States, doing things from a strategic placement standpoint to, to try to ward off that and try to prevent that. But at the same time, it's like, um, we can't prevent but so much, right? To an extent, what's going to happen is going to happen. Um, how you, uh, how, how you, what you do and what you don't say right now is very valuable. Right. I think a lot of people, um, they're saying things behind closed doors, but they're not saying things in the media and the public. For a while, it's putting pressure on, on appropriate people to kind of quell this dispute and kind of put it really a ceasefire is what you're looking for. Right. Um, it's, it's, it's. It's really coming to a level of, 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 of war crimes and crimes on humanity where you really, I mean, if you want to unveil and unmask and call things a space, they look at things for what they are. Um, so you have that side of it. And um, with for a while, the conflict side of it. So that, so that's the reason why I worded this video the way I worded it is that it, it, it's, it's, it's really hard to forecast what exactly we have the potential to go to. We're talking the next 12 months. We're not talking two or three years. We're talking the next 12 months. Um, you know, with conflicts, especially in certain regions, certain resources are harder to acquire. They're more expensive to acquire, right? Um, for whatever reason. Like, to me, they're just taking advantage of a conflict. Like, it's funny, I was having a conversation last night, sidebar. I was having a conversation about last night because, you know, the, the gasoline, the prices are dropping, right? So they like to say that it costs less to, um, it costs less for winterized gasoline for whatever additives or whatever they got to do to process it. it. It costs less than it does for summer. The summer costs more, so that's why the gas prices are higher. I had a conversation with a black guy. This is the only black guy I met in my life where he, he had a, a far stake in the oil business as he does, right? He um he doesn't own a drill. He doesn't own an oil well, but he does some of the drilling. He does some of the testing, right? He's big in Texas. This company is big in Texas. Um, and he was outlining. He was out, out, outlining the nonsense and the lies when it comes to that. He was like, yo, it costs no more, no less to drill for X amount of years, like since the 1960s or 50s or whatever he said. He said it costs the same exact money, the same exact amount of money to bring that oil to the surface, to put it in refineries, to to, to, to do everything we have to do with this oil. It costs no more, no less than it costs 70, 70 years or so ago. Um, it's an unregulated uh, industry that we really look at it. Um, they can price how they want to price it. Um, I know OPEC has something to do with this, but you understand OPEC, you understand the curveball with that. Um, but it, it, it's really an um, unregulated industry. They really can do what they want to do. They can, um, they can, uh, they can raise prices, lower prices that they want. They make a money hand over fifth. 
whoever need to get the check cut, get the check cut. Um, um, and I, 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 it's just, I mean, we, we talking about that word greed again, man. Like, 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 it just all out is greed. It, 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 I don't understand it. Um, I don't understand it. I don't understand it. I don't understand it. Um, how can you have something that unregulated from a price standpoint to that magnitude for something that key of a resource, though? And look who doesn't have access to that industry from an ownership standpoint. That's all I'm going to put out there. Look who doesn't have access to that industry from a from an ownership, from a true ownership. I mean, the owner actual oil wells, extracting the oil and selling oil. Guess who doesn't have uh, access? But guess who does have access in a way that access is restricted and and, and with families um, have a monopoly on that for intensive purposes. You know, but you know, I just want to give y'all a little bit of food for thought for tonight. Um, my apologies by earlier, but you know, principles and parameters. I, I I don't fake no moves, man. I'm the same way in real life. I am on the internet. Like principles and parameters. Like that's what we stand by. That's what we're abide by. That's our core values. They don't shake for nobody. They don't bend for nobody. You understand? So, um, I appreciate your time. I appreciate y'all checking me out. Appreciate y'all coming through. Um, remember, respect is everything. Disrespect will cost you everything. I'll see y'all later.